welcome to the Bikers Church Midrand Podcast. It's great to have you join us for this week's episode. We hope that you find this valuable for your daily life. Welcome. Thank you for joining us this morning. So good to have you connect with us again this morning. Now, we started a brand new series last week called First Things First. And the first thing that we really spoke about was if 2020 had taught us anything, it's that change is inevitable, but growth is optional, as John Maxwell so rightly said. And the truth is we all want to grow. We all want to be better. We all want to be better parents. We all want to be better spouses. We all want to be better employees, better, better bosses, better leaders, whatever. But we all want to be better at this thing called life. So we all want to have positive growth within our daily lives. Isn't that true? I know that that's true for you as it is true for me. But positive growth will not happen by itself. We need to resolve to grow. Now, resolution is a word that's thrown around a lot uh, during this time of year. But a resolution is not a hope or a dream or this kind of airy-fairy thing that we just think is going to happen magically. Uh, But if we look at the definition of the word resolve, it means to decide firmly on a course of action. And last week we asked ourselves, What are we going to decide, firmly decide on, as far as this course of action is concerned? What course of action have you firmly decided on? In other words, how are you going to grow in 2021? Now, I know from my own life, I need daily motivation, I need daily direction, and I need daily strength, just as you do. So where do I gain this? Well, I gain this from putting first things first. And in the context that we're talking about, we're really talking about the first thing being God and putting God first. It means putting God first when it comes to my decision making. It means putting God first when it comes to my time. It really means prioritizing Him in these spaces. We invited you to resolve with us that for the next 28 days, we are going to put first things first. We're going to put God first when it comes to our time. We're going to put God first when it comes to our decisions. And we are going to watch what He can do over the next 28 days as we just put Him first. Now, maybe you didn't take up the challenge last week because you weren't with us last week. I want to encourage you to go watch last week's message. And if at the end of this message you feel, man, I need to do this, then I encourage you, let your 28 days start today or let your 28 days start tomorrow morning. Wherever that time is for you, join us as we just take the next 28 days and put first things first. Now today, I want to just get practical when it comes to this. And when I talk about getting practical, you, you may have, during December, you may have gone on a road trip. Maybe you were one of the fortunate ones who could actually get away over December, just take some time out. Maybe you couldn't. Uh, maybe you can just remember a time where you did go away and you did enjoy some time on the road. And before you left, 
There were certain things that you needed to make sure you had before you could go away. You kind of had this checklist, this road trip checklist or this journey checklist that you needed before you left. Now checklists are kind of made up of two things. You have your nice-to-haves and you have your essentials. Your nice-to-haves are like your coffee flask. It's maybe your media player with some music for the road ahead uh, or some, some movies or series or like Netflix or whatever it is uh, that you can enjoy in the evenings as you're just chilling out. Those are your nice-to-haves. Then you have your essentials. Your essentials are kind of like your roadworthy vehicle <laughs> in order to go on your trip. Uh, that roadworthy vehicle uh, needs to have tires that will get you there and back. So you need to kind of make sure, hey, there's enough tread, we're, we're, we're good to go. Then you need fuel to make it all the way through your journey. So you're going to need some cash, whether it's a card or, or physical cash or whatever it is. But these are essentials that we need. You're also going to need direction, some form of compass heading that you that you heading down or heading toward so you're going to need a map you're going to need a nav a navigation system like a gps or something along those lines and then you're going to need a plan you're going to need a plan now for some of you you may be going no no no, no. when we do a road trip we don't need a plan we just we just decide and we go great <laughs> but you still need a plan as to when you're going to leave and you still need a plan as to when you're going to be back because you got to go to work, don't you? <laughs> so we still need a plan. And then at the same time, one of the most critical things that we are going to need is a willingness to go. A willingness to go. Without a willingness to go, we'll be sitting on the couch the whole time watching other people travel on TV. We need a willingness to go. Sometimes, sometimes we confuse the essentials with the nice-to-haves. I mean, just take a minute and think about it. As I spoke about a coffee flask being a nice to have, some of you were going, dude, that is not a nice to have. That is an essential. Without coffee, people die. Like that's just how it works. If I don't have my coffee, people suffer. This is not a nice to have, it's an essential. But if we're honest, and I get where you're coming from, but if we're honest, Coffee flask is not an essential. It is just a nice to have. And that's just the truth, ladies and gentlemen. So often we confuse the essentials with nice to haves and the nice to haves with essentials. And that's really what we're talking about. That's what, we, that's what we're saying through this series of putting first things first. We want to prioritize the essentials of our lives. We, we want to get that checklist going that, that, that points us and, and, and focuses us in on the essentials that we don't get confused and run after the nice-to-haves at the expense of those essentials in our lives. So I want to just right now talk you through a bit of a checklist, like a daily checklist for your daily journey in life. Now, Jesus understood. Jesus understood putting first things first. He understood putting the essentials 
first. Jesus understood um, taking time out to put first things first. And Jesus regularly demonstrated the importance of this by, by taking time out and prioritizing time with God. Now, last week, we, we kind of brought up a scripture uh, in, in the Gospel of Mark, just these letters that have been written to us that are today captured in, in what we call the New Testament. Um, and and in, in this Gospel, this Gospel of Mark, this, this letter to us, uh, Mark catches this moment in the life of Jesus where he says this. He says, before daybreak the next morning, Jesus got up and went out to an isolated place to pray. So right there he's saying, Jesus prioritized this time with God, went by himself, and he spent time with God. This week, we look at the Gospel of Matthew, where Matthew speaks us through this, this, this day where, where Jesus is, is faced with a crowd of people. It says 5,000 men. So we know, according to history, that we're probably looking in total with women and children, we're probably looking at about 15,000 people. But Jesus ends up feeding these 15,000 people after a day of speaking to them and engaging with them. He feeds them. And when he's done feeding them, this is what Matthew tells us. He says, after, spe- after sending them home, who's them? The 15,000, all these people, right? After sending them home, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. He went up into the hills by himself to pray. And just that line is so rich when we talk about this, this, this checklist for our daily journey. There's so much that we can take out of just that line. You see, whether it was getting up early to prioritize that time to go and pray and just, and just be with God, or whether it was, it was connecting with God in those moments of, of high stress and uncertainty. Jesus believed in the importance of putting God first of putting first things first and connecting with God in those moments. And all I can say is, if Jesus needed it, I need it too. I need it way more. And I know that you need it too. So, let's have a look at this daily checklist for our daily lives. The first point on it is to prioritize. We need to prioritize what do we mean by prioritizing? Well, let me ask you this. Just imagine your boss phoned you and said to you, Hey, sir, ma'am, uh, tomorrow morning we're going to have a super important meeting. It's, it's, it's really essential and, um, and we want you in it. We want you to come and join us for this meeting. Will you be there? And you feel honored. You're like, man. This has the potential to change my life. You know, this could mean a raise or this could mean a promotion or this could mean that I'm leading a team or whatever the case may be. But this could really be life-changing for me. And you're like, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. Now, chances are if someone else phoned you for for another meeting in that exact same time, you'd be like, dude, I wish I could, man. But I've, I've got a meeting at that time. Can we do it some other time? 
In other words, you'd prioritize that meeting. You'd prioritize that time. In fact, you may even think about the next morning and go, you know what, I don't want to be late for this meeting. So traffic, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to wake up 10 minutes, 15 minutes, half an hour earlier, and I'm just going to get on the road earlier so that, so that I can make sure that I'm going to be there. And then chances are very good that you may even be quite excited. That you may be really, really excited because you recognize the gravity of this meeting. So you do whatever you can to prioritize, to make sure that you show up. Because you know, it just might change your life. I can't help but wonder. I can't help but ask myself the question. If we would approach a meeting like that in that way, why is it that so often when it comes to our time with God, when it comes to us meeting with God, that we forget, that, that we postpone, that we sometimes just ignore the appointment altogether? Is it because we're just too busy? And we just got too much mind traffic and we maybe need to slow those things down? Is it because maybe we're easily distracted? <laughs> Look, a goldfish. What is it? Maybe it's just because we keep confusing the nice-to-haves as essentials. Maybe your next step today, maybe your next step today, so just ask God to give you the desire to meet with Him and prioritize your time with Him. So the first one is prioritize. The second daily check is time and place. Now, previously, when it came to time and place, I was very dogmatic on this. I was, I, was, I was quite harsh on this. I was like, the first thing in the day, got to meet with God and, and, and did that for quite a while. And then I had a kid. And I realized it didn't matter how early I woke up, when I woke up, he woke up. Um, that's just it. And then it's just chaotic in the mornings. Um, so my wife still somehow sneaks out with any of us knowing it. And she still gets away and she still does the whole early morning thing. Uh, but as for me, I had to change that. I had to rethink that. And for Jesus, it was early in the morning. We, we read that throughout Scripture. We see that he, he, he prioritizes getting away early in the morning and, and he gets that done. Uh, but we also see him meeting with God in the afternoon. We, we actually see him meeting with him in all kinds of times of day. And maybe you're in the place where you're like, dude, the mornings just don't work for me. I just don't have, you know, I've got family that, that, that needs attention. And, 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 and I want to say this to you. We need to, we need to have a time and we need to have a place. What's your time and what's your place? For me, it's now getting to the office a few minutes early, closing my, my, my office door when I get in and I have my meeting with God. That's my time and that's my place. 
I meet with God. I've got a friend who, same story, drops the kids off at school, gets to work, parks in the far side of the parking lot. And he has his moment with God right there in his car, in the front seat of his car, pulls out his Bible and just has his time with God. Another guy I know, after work, between leaving work and getting home, he's got a quiet place that he goes to. And he goes and sits and he has his time with God. Where's your t- when's your time? Where's that quiet place that you can just prioritize your time with God? Maybe your next step is to just make the time, not find the time, make the time and to find that quiet place. The third daily check for us is to plan. Now, when I say plan, I mean connecting with a plan. A lot of us were like, I want to connect with God, but I don't know what to do in the moment. I'm lost. I hear you. So I want to encourage you to connect to a plan. Last week, we spoke through the YouVersion Bible app and how you can use it. Please go watch that insert so that you can, you can have an idea as to how to use the YouVersion Bible app. I think it's an absolutely great tool to just help you walk through that space to effectively just meet with God. If for some reason you don't have that, there's a very simple acronym that'll help you immensely. It's called SOAP, S-O. AP. What that stands for is scripture, observation, application, prayer. Get with God's word. Well, Ramon, what do I read? The book of John is a great place to start. Just read a couple of verses. And then as you read, you just ask God, Lord, show me what you want to show me. And as you read that scripture, observation, you ask yourself, okay, so what am I observing? What am I seeing? Write it down. Then, as you've written it down, you go, okay, this that I've observed, how do I apply it to my life? Ladies and gentlemen, if it's not applicable, we've got a problem. Like, I believe that God is deeply spiritual and deeply practical. He wants to affect our daily lives and wants to grow us in in our daily lives. So how do I apply this to my life? And then once I've read the scripture, once I've observed what it, what it said, and, and then gone, I'm going to apply this to my life and written down an application, I then bring it to God in prayer. And in fact, prayer is our fourth daily check. You see, when it comes to prayer, again, sometimes it can be quite awkward because we don't really know how to go about it. But the truth be told, prayer is just talking to God. Prayer is just me pouring my heart out before God. Prayer is me being honest with God as I just speak to Him and then allow Him to speak to me. God is not looking for fancy. God is looking for honest. Just be honest with Him in the moment. Again, if you want to know a little more as to how to go about it, in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 13. Go read it. It's where Jesus speaks his followers through how to pray. You may even know it as the Our Father, but he just walks him through. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Great is your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. 
right here on earth as it is in heaven, in my life as it is in your kingdom, Lord. Give me today my daily bread. Give me what I need for today. Uh, Give me today my daily bread. Uh, And forgive me my trespasses. Forgive me where I've wronged you and I've wronged others. Lord, and help me to forgive those who've wronged me. Thank you that you don't lead me into temptation, but that you deliver me out of evil. This life is yours. I want to encourage you. Right there, he just, he talks about gratitude. He shows us how to just thank God for who he is and for what he does. He, 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 he tells us to, to pray for others in that moment. To bring our needs before God. And to ask for forgiveness for where we've wronged others, where we've wronged him. And then just for strength for the day ahead and to live a life that pleases him. Connect to God. Just talk to him. Be honest with him. Remember, he's not looking for fancy. He's just looking for honest. And then the fifth and final daily check is to just listen. And I think so often we miss this, especially if you've maybe been following for a really long time. It's so often for us to miss the listening. We just talk to God and then we're up and we're gone. Listen to God. If you want to hear from God, you have to listen. It's interesting to me in this account that Matthew gives us of Jesus feeding these 5,000. Essentially, it says that late in the day, the disciples come to him and say, these people are going to be hungry soon. We send them away so they can go and eat. And Jesus turns to them and he says, you feed them. And now I'm speaking to, to those of us who've been following Jesus for a long time. He says, you feed them. Ladies and gentlemen, so often we get into a space where people need us, where people need to, to, to engage with the Jesus in us. They need wisdom. They need insight. And the truth be told, we've not spent time listening and gaining that wisdom from him. And in truth, I cannot give what I don't have. I cannot give what I've not received. You see, when Jesus said, you feed them, I believe it's for you and for me that Jesus looks at us daily and he looks at the people around us and he goes, now you feed them. What are we going to feed them? What are we going to feed them? So I want to encourage you, take time to listen, to gain that, to absorb that from him. Ramon, now what? We've spoken through prioritize, time and place. We've spoken through, through needing some form of a plan to assist us. We've spoken through scripture, observation, application, prayer. We've spoken through, through as we pray to also listen. Now what? I want to encourage you. If you've not resolved to put first things first, just for the next 28 days, just to see what God can do in your life. I so, so wanna like just implore you, nice big word, come, come and join us for the next 28 days and just see what God can do as you honor Him by putting 
Him first. I want to just, again, encourage you, don't let distractions, don't let responsibilities get in the way. Prioritize. Prioritize. Get that time, get that place. Follow that plan. Talk to Him. Be honest with Him. And then listen to what He has to say for your life. Put first things first. Because this is the one meeting in your day that will change your life forever. As Jesus said to us in Matthew 6 verse 33, that if we put God first, then He'll take care of the details. Let's put first things first. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for today, Lord. Lord, we thank you for the fact that you love us so much that you want to spend as much time with us, Lord. Lord, and that you prioritize time with us and that you want us so desperately to prioritize time with you. Lord, and that it's in those moments that we grow in relationship with you, that we catch your heart for our lives. Lord, that as we do that, we grow into the men and women that you created us to be, Lord. That we grow into better husbands, into better wives. Lord, that we grow into better parents. That we grow into, into better contributors to society, Lord. Father God, I thank you that as men and women today just resolve that, hey, I'm going to put first things first. And yeah, for now, Lord, I'm going to take the next 28 days and I'm going to see what happens when I put first things first. And I'm trusting that at the end of these 28 days that I have found legitimate relationship with you, God, and experience legitimate life change in every area of my life. Lord, as men and women resolve to do this, Lord, I thank you that you come and bring about change that only you can. Lord, that you change us more and more and more into the best representation of your Son, Jesus. I thank you for all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. It was so good to just connect with you again. Remember, if you need to reach out to anyone, please connect with us on any of our social media platforms. Other than that, have a great week and we'll see you next week. We love you. Bye. We trust that you found this message valuable. For more information on who we are or how you can get involved, please check out our website at bikerschurchmidrand.co.za or connect with us through social media on Facebook or Instagram. Beyond that, have a great day.